And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry, and we have a great program prepared for you today as we're going to be talking about prophecy plagues and the economy. So stay tuned for our program. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord, I thank you so much for the blessing of getting with Vic and talking about what's going on in the world and looking at the Bible, Lord. Thank you for providing us your word as a light that shines in a dark time. We just thank you, Lord, and we ask that your message will be delivered to us in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Again, you tuned into a truth who set you free, Bible Prophecy Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, we're talking about prophecy plagues and the economy. For those of you following us live on social media, we'd love for you to share this program with your friends. And we also want to encourage you, hey, get your Bibles ready and get that Bible open to the book of Revelation as we're going to be touching about present day situations with the economy. But of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host Nathan Jones to the program. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Great to be on, brother. Uh, it's a little, little scary out this day, out this week. So I'm glad we're getting to discuss what's going on in light of the Bible. Absolutely. And of course, Nathan, hey, it was great seeing you this week. You guys had an event there at Lamb Lion Ministry, and I was able to be part of it. And it was just fantastic seeing what the Lord is doing with the ministry. Well, uh, Vic and I are both with Lamb and Lion Ministries. I'm the Internet Evangelist, and he's one of the Assistant Evangelists. And uh, our ministry, Lamb and Lion Ministries, has reached its 40th anniversary, actually officially on April Fool's Day, April 1st. Our ministry held a big celebration to praise the Lord for what he's done through this ministry, and uh, that's what Vic's referring to. Yeah, Nathan, and it was really, really a neat time, and uh, just all the wonderful memories throughout the years of what God has done through the ministry, and the ministry still continues to provide incredible resources moving forward strong. Nathan, can you talk to us about the event that's coming up in June, the annual conference, and how people can get involved? Certainly. Well, Lamb and Lion Ministries every year hosts regional conferences, but we also have our big annual conference here in the Dallas area. This year, it's uh, the theme is 2020 Vision, and it's the last weekend of June. You can find out on our website at christinprophecy.org. It's got lots of details, uh, of course, registration. And again, it's held here in the Dallas area. They're the Hall Sisters will be providing the music, and there'll be many speakers, including uh, Gene Getz, who uh, many of you know from Men's Bible Studies, is a big writer of men's studies. Uh, there's Alan Franklin. He's a journalist from uh, England, and he'll be here talking about what's going on. We'll have Mark Hitchcock, Dr. Mark Hitchcock. Many of you all know him. Many Very prolific Bible prophecy teacher. Of course, Dr. Reagan and myself will be teaching, and Gary Frazier, who's well-known as well in the Bible prophecy uh, world. So come to our website, ChristinProphecy.org. Sign up for that conference. We'd love to have you here. In the Dallas area, if you can't make it, we will be live streaming the conference through our Christ in Prophecy YouTube channel. Ooh, Nathan, thank you so much. I'm so looking forward to that. So a wonderful resource. And there's only a very small fee, right, Nathan, like $10 registration fee. But really, everything else is free. Yeah, uh, we never charge for our conferences. Uh, this year, there is a $10 registration fee to, to help the administration and the planning of it. Uh, also, we had in the past uh, the tendency for people to sign up everybody they knew, whether they were coming or not. And we'd have <laughs> hundreds of people uh, registered and, and not show up. And we want to avoid that this year by having a small, very small registration fee to make sure that the people who are signed up actually plan on coming. 
Mm-hmm. And that's very important, Nathan. Now, again, what a what a great investment for anyone that wants to be part of this event. It's just an amazing resource. All, other resources that we have that we would encourage you to take advantage is our latest book, Nathan Jones and myself. And Nathan, I find the book is doing fantastic, right? Uh, yeah, Vic and I wrote The Mighty Angels of Revelation. It covers the 72 angels or groups of angels found in the book of Revelation. So you get a study of angelology and you also get a study of verse by verse through the book of Revelation. It's been out three months. We've already gone through our first printing. Today, I just ordered uh, the next printing from our printer. Uh, it's uh, number two on Amazon in eschatology and angelology right now. And so praise the Lord. He's using it mightily. So if you're interested, come to our website at ChristinProphecy.org, and you can order your copy there. Or if you want a Kindle copy, of course, it's on Amazon. If you have a Barnes & Noble and use Nook, then just go to the Barnes & Noble website. Mm, excellent resources. Thank you, Nathan Jones. Again, yes, it's a privilege for us to serve you and our resources. So take advantage and continue to grow in your faith in the Lord as we believe the Lord is coming back very, very soon. Nathan, talking about the Lord coming very, very soon, we know that the Bible talks about there are certain signs before the Lord returns. Last week, you and I talked about in our last program, we talked about prophecy in the plagues and you uh, shared with us the different plagues that is talked about in the bible in matthew chapter 24 uh different events but this week nathan not only uh, are people panicking over the the pandemic of these plagues but now we have a situation with the economy because of this um virus uh the coronavirus and we see that a lot of what's happening it also fits with what's coming in the future in Bible prophecy in the economy, right, Nathan? Right. Uh, this coronavirus, which started in the Wuhan province of China, has seeped out and is starting to spread. It's, it's concentrations in Iran and Italy. There's a few cases here in the United States. As of this recording, there's two deaths. Uh, bear in mind that the coronavirus is a, a flu-like virus, and uh, it's the 19th iteration of it, so it's not something brand new. Uh, that's why they call it COVID-19. And uh, it, it is spreading around the world who just recently came out and said it's a pandemic. But like you said, it, there's a hysteria around it. The media especially is making a, a lot of money selling this story. And yet only 3,000 people have died. When you think that 60 to 300,000 people die of the flu every year and we're not calling it a pandemic, uh, it really is a manufactured global crisis. But it's done what the purpose is that the people who have been turning this into hysteria is to bring down the economy. If you're a Republican, you believe that the attempt is to undermine Donald Trump and the economy's bad, they'll usually vote for the other candidate. And it, seemingly at this time, it's uh, Joe Biden, who <laughs> scary, isn't it? Joe Biden, who might who will be the candidate for the Democrats, and even the Democrats are doing the facepalm thing. So uh, that the, obviously the globalists have seen Donald Trump slow them down and not reach globalist agenda, which the world is moving towards. And so there's a lot of political action going behind this virus. I, I, again, Vic, I don't want to under, underplay the fact that 3,000 people have died. That's terrible. Of course, they tend to be sick already or older, and that's a terrible thing. But at the same time, we need to look at it in the face of other disasters and viruses in the past and, and, and not go nuts over it. So Hopefully, as summertime comes and, and the flu-like symptoms cease, uh, the coronavirus will fade just like the Ebola scare, the swine flu scare, the bird flu scare. You name it, there's been lots of scares. 
Excellent. Yeah, and Nathan, and the reason why we're exactly we're bringing it to the light is because it's amazing to me how many uh, Christian, solid Christian believers are also uh, acting uh, as if uh, they're not people of faith, but freaking out in fear. And uh, it, it's just amazing. We do these programs to encourage people and say, hey, remember, at the end of the day, we win. The Lord is in control. Uh, we're not to be ruled by fear. Yes, we are to be cautious about situations, but we need to recognize when things are also being a little bit blown out of proportion, Nathan, and that's where we need wisdom in these last days. Right, and I can understand the quarantines, especially China. Uh, the scary thing with China is that China has closed its borders. Now, I don't know about you, but most things we own say made in China on it. So if China's not shipping goods out, that means our shelves and our stocks and Walmarts and places like that will start diminishing. Uh, we're looking at a dis major distribution of the supply chain around the world. And of course, that has economic impact. China itself is only ever a few months away from, from bankruptcy. So they're, last I read, only six weeks away from economic collapse. And that will have repercussions because China's a world global market. The markets have responded by panicking and selling off all their high-risk investments and putting in safer investments. So we've seen the stock market go from a massive 29,000 down to 23,000 plus. That's a 6,000% loss. Uh, just the other day, in the first 15 minutes when the stock market opened, there was a 7% devaluation. It triggered alarms to shut the stock market down for 15 minutes to stop the crash. Uh, we're looking Vic, at this panic and this lack of faith in the stock market as a potential to be what caused the Great Depression when the stock markets collapsed in 29. People lost faith, and when they lose faith, they panic, they make a run on the markets, and even though it, there is nothing to fear, the fear itself drives it, and then it causes depression. So, uh, I mean, I've been reading about economists long saying we need a correction in this overly hot stock market, but not at the levels of, of panic that is going on now. So you're right, brother. I mean, it takes very little to shatter this fragile system that we have. Yes. And you know, Nathan, I mean, and it sounds a lot, this is beginning to sound a lot, a lot like what we know the Bible speaks about that will eventually occur in the time of the tribulation where there will be and it can economic collapse almost instantly. But again, we need to uh, uh, stop uh, freaking out, uh, losing hope, um, again, especially for the believers, uh, the God is in control. But Nathan is really slammed, uh, has slammed the economy. Uh, people are, are being laid off. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, all over the place because of travel. Uh, I heard a, a number of people in, in Israel because of the, the the travel situations, and and we see it is causing uh, uh, a big disturbance, especially also in the United States of America, where we see uh, holds most of most of the wealth of the world. So it, it, it is a real situation that we're finding ourselves faced with, right, Nathan? Oh, absolutely. There's a $113 billion loss in tourism alone. Uh, Italy has closed its borders. Israel is, is quarantining people coming into their country. Obviously, nobody's coming in out of China. Al Gist, who's a uh, evangelist and friend of our ministry, just got back from Israel. And he says where you normally see many groups coming out of Asia, especially uh, South Korea, touring Israel, he saw only one group. So tourism has is, is greatly decreased. Uh, Billy Crone, I was talking to many of you know Billy Crone as a, Crone is a, a, a evangelist, and 
He had a trip to Italy planned to, to minister over there, and that's been canceled. Major conferences like the giant E3 gaming conference has been canceled. South by Southwest has been canceled. Uh, celebrity TV shows aren't bringing in studio audiences. They're using their own crew as the audience because you know they have to be there, right? Uh, I, right. I, mean, <laughs> I know everybody's being cautious. Didn't you say your wife saw something interesting at Walmart? Actually, it was Nathan. Uh, she works at Walmart, and uh, she was telling me a story. Somebody came in in a full, full blown like coronavirus suit with mask and everything, like those big bunny suits. Uh, mm. And it, 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 yeah, it's amazing the fear that is out there and the over precaution. I would say. Well, it's you know, and when you read about the coronavirus, two percent death rate, two percent. Now with Ebola, you know, it was up there near pretty much fatal if you've got it. Uh, the swine flu, 30% death rate. But here we're only talking about 2%. Already 55,000 people have gotten the coronavirus and gotten better. And again, I don't want to diminish the fact that 3,000 plus people have died from it, but it's so infinitesimal. I mean, more people are dying of suicide than they are dying of the coronavirus. But the panic and and you got to and I, I agree with the, a lot of the people in the government saying that the media is manufacturing a crisis for the purpose of obviously selling more papers, so to speak, or selling more more subscriptions to their online sites. And it's created this massive panic where everybody is acting like this is the black death again. <laughs> and it's not. It's not the black death. And we need as Christians to calm down. And I love what. Uh, I, one Christian told me once, he says, you are invincible until the Lord calls you home. That's it. God preordained the day you were born and the day you died, and you will be invincible until the day the Lord has already preordained that you're going to be going home. So we, as Christians, should not be out there panicking along with the rest of the world who has no hope. Excellent point. And Nathan, uh, you mentioned it, the stage is being set we know a lot of this fear in the future is what's going to drive the rise of the Antichrist, who will be the world leader, of course, is going to come in uh, with uh, with the answer with, uh, to, for the economy, for politics, for everything. And we, we believe the media is going to play a big part uh, in bringing about that world leader. So we see the stage being set. We do know that in the end times, there will be a world leader who's going to control uh, the whole economy. No one will be able to do anything uh, uh, without uh, this mark. And Nathan, that's what we're going to touch on in Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 uh, through 18. Uh, and then we'll jump to Revelation chapter 18. So we can talk a little bit about what's really, uh, what, what the stage is really being set for, uh, for the future. But you and I, we agree and believe that we, the church, are not going to be here uh, for those events. I believe we're going to be raptured out, but we are starting to, again, see signs of the end times. Right, Nathan? Right, right. This is, again, one of the many signs that Jesus gave uh, Luke 21, Matthew 24. Uh, he, Jesus actually gave 10 signs, and one of those signs was fearful events, particularly in, in the reference to socioeconomic. In other words, stock market collapses and and social upheavals and economic disasters. And, and we're seeing waves of that happen through history. I mean, we'd be foolish if we didn't look back in history and see how economic collapses have totally changed societies. And so the world isn't immune to it today. We're certainly better padded because we have more of a global government. But at the same time, you're absolutely right. The 
move towards a global government fulfills a Bible prophecy found in Revelation 13 that says eventually the entire economy will be ruled by a one-world ruler and he will control the world's population through economics. Mm, excellent point. And of course, for those of you that just tuned in, you tuned in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition, Vic Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, we're talking about Bible prophecy plagues and the economy. We want to encourage you to turn to Revelation chapter 13 with us and follow along as we're going to look at what Scripture has to say uh, is going to be coming in the end times. So will you be able, Nathan, to read for us chapter 13, verses 16 through seven uh, through 18? Certainly. <clears throat> Uh, verse 16 reads, he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, that no one may be able to buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And here is wisdom. Let him who understands calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is 666. Mm -hmm. And of course, Nathan, uh, we're not going to focus so much on that number, but more the economy here, the situation. He is actually going to control all that, and people are going to have to have this mark in order for them to survive, if you will. Yeah, and let's put it in the context here is there is a prophesied time period coming. Uh, it's called Daniel's 70th week prophecy. It's a, a period of seven years where God's going to pour out his wrath upon the world and judgment for its sins. And also such judgment brings about people to uh, repent and turn to Jesus. And many people will, although many more people won't. And what will happen is three and a half years into the tribulation, after the Antichrist has secured his kingdom, he is the one world ruler over the entire kingdom, he will usher in an economic system, his false prophet will, that's the context. He, The Antichrist has a PR man, a, a prophet who leads the world to worship him, and, and he says this. He says, you cannot buy or sell unless you have sworn loyalty to the, anti, to the Antichrist. And to do that, you must put his name or number, 666, on your forehead or on your right hand. Now, there is certainly technology behind this where we can speculate, but we don't know for sure. But John could see this, so clearly it's visible. And what we learn here is that the Antichrist will say, unless you have the mark, of the loyalty mark upon your head or, for, or hands, then you can't buy or sell. And what this does is then it creates haves and have-nots. The haves will be people who can buy and sell because they've sworn loyalty to the Antichrist. But those who haven't, are going to face starvation because they cannot buy or sell. They'll be cut out of the world economy. And brother, you know how easy it is nowadays with global economics and e-commerce is that the government all they have to do is say they just have to freeze your accounts and then you can't trade. You have to cancel your credit cards. The fact that cash is going away, we know in the system that cash will be eliminated by this time period. So, uh, and we can see that happening in the world now. Sweden has announced that they plan on going cashless by the end of the year. Uh, clearly, as people are terrified for, of the coronavirus being on cash, because it has about a day or so that it can live outside of uh, a host, is that they're starting to wash money. China is washing all its money for fear of the coronavirus. So let's do away with cash. Let's do away with money. Let's make it so that all transactions are e-commerce and go through banks. Well, it's easy to control people's money when the banks are the ones who are holding it. 
Mm, excellent point. Again, you're tuning into our Truth to Set Your Free Bible Prophecy Edition. Big Batista Nathan Jones of Lamb Lion Ministries. We're talking about prophecy, plagues, and the economy as we're looking at Revelation uh, chapter 13. And, and Nathan, again, we, we just want our listeners to uh, recognize where things will be headed, what is the reality of the situation. But presently, uh, again, we're just seeing Bible prophecy being fulfilled right before our eyes. We do know that in the end times, all this is going to collapse. It is going to come down according to Revelation uh, chapter 18. Now, Nathan, you and I, again, we just wrote the book, The Mighty Angels, and you cover there uh, many of the angels, or we both cover many of the angels. And uh, part of that, we find in chapter 18, as uh, these angels continue to reveal what's coming uh, in the future. And we're going to jump to chapter 18 uh, of the book of Revelation. So anyone who's tuned in, we would love for you to follow along in your Bible as we take a look at, at these next chapters and what they will be revealing to us. Uh, Nathan, would you be able to um, help me tackle chapter 18? I'll read verses um, 1 uh, through 3, and maybe you can do uh, verses uh, 4 through 8. Okay. So we find after these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having a great authority and the earth was illuminating with his glory. Verse two, and he cried, cried mightily with a loud voice saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen. It has become a dwelling place for demons, a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. Verse three, for all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication and the kings of the earth have committed fornications with her and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And verse four reads, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, unless you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her just as she rendered to you and repay her double according to her works, and the cup that she is mixed, mixed double for her. Woo! Nathan, and if you could read also verses uh, 7 and 8, that would be fantastic. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen, and I am no widow. I will not cease sorrow. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine. And she'll be utter burned with fire for strong is the Lord God who judges her. Woo. Nathan, again, uh, what we see here, we see so many things happening, but the timeline is what's amazing to me. In one day, in other words, we're going to see catastrophic events occur uh, literally right before our eyes. Well, I hopefully we won't. We'll be in heaven, right? Not uh, us. Actually, meaning you there. If, if anybody's worried, yeah. No, this is talking about the seven-year tribulation, which Christians on this earth will be raptured up before that happens. But, brother, you're right. I don't know if we'll get to see it from heaven, but what we're talking about here is Babylon the Great is another name for the Antichrist Empire, both the religious and the economic part of aspects of Babylon the Great. So we, we look at the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. There'll be great uh, war as a result of war, the distribution networks will be destroyed and the crops and all, so there'll be great famine. We're talking about economic collapse, and the Antichrist rebuilds the world economy through his Mark of the Beast system. And we get by the end of the tribulation, though there's tremendous disaster, there is still this system of economics in place. And what the God is doing by sending this angel having great authority is to 
declare the end of the Antichrist global system of government and the economics. And this might even be a reference to the Gentile system. In other words, the world economy that's been since the beginning of time, that isn't God's system, but the system that Satan has used through mankind to, I mean, when you think about how wars are raged and, and decisions are made, it's, it's all money-based. Uh, money is the God of this world. And uh, so here God is destroying the economic system of the world, a, war, a system that God says that the kings and the people have committed adultery with. In other words, spiritual adultery. They turn from God and turn to worship money and worship self. And God's going to get rid of that before Jesus returns to set up his kingdom. He's going to destroy the system, this adulterous Babylon, mystery Babylon system. Nathan, and this is what, this is, uh, thank you for clarifying that one. When I say we, I didn't mean us. Uh, uh, we're, we're talking about those that will be there during that time. But it's a, it's a terrible time. It's a time, of course, like the world uh, has never seen and will never see again. But we see that all this is going somewhere. You know, there's so many people, Nathan, that they, they live their lives for the things of this world for the material thing, for supposedly the luxurious things. And the Bible tells us how quickly those riches flee. And that's why it's so important for individuals to invest in the kingdom of God and in serving the Lord while there's still time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if I don't know about you, but I haven't checked my investments. It's too scary to even think about. Yeah, It's amazing how the, they can fill up one day and the next day a, a scare can get rid of them. I mean, our money is fleeting. And that's why the Bible asks us, or commands, excuse me, to put our investments in heaven, to put, store up our treasures in heaven where moths and rust do not destroy and thieves do not steal, but to, to invest in God's kingdom. God says, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you as well. So as Christians, we can't be focused on our finances and focused on the world. Yes, we need money to survive, obviously, but uh, the Bible again says, that the, the Gentiles run after these things. They run after riches. They run after comfort. They run after wealth. And it's temporary. I mean, when you die, you you leave the world with the same thing you came with, nothing. <laughs> and so uh, that's how we're going to end the world. So uh, again, don't chase after wealth. Don't chase after fortune and fame. Those are things, like you said, that are fleeting. They will fail when the world fails. Excellent point. And Nathan, and I hope that anyone tuned in uh, will take this to heart. I know there's a lot of panic. There's a lot of fear. Uh, maybe some individuals right now have lost, like you said, Nathan, uh, a fortune, and they're really uh, freaking out and panicking over this. You know, we want to encourage you put your trust in Christ. Uh, men will fail you, but Christ will never fail you. The economy will fail you, uh, but the Lord will never fail you. And Nathan, I love that passage there from Matthew 6. Seek first the kingdom of God and all else uh, will be added unto you. And I think that is uh, uh, right on uh, in terms of hope things that we can hold on to. And that's why we want to speak to those of you that are listening. Maybe your fear comes from not having a true relationship with the Lord. Or maybe you have a relationship with the Lord, but you're losing your focus uh, because of all the things that are happening around the world. We want to realign your focus once again so that you can tune in to the things of the Bible and the things of the Lord. And listen, if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, we are more interested in talking to you right now because we find that this is the most important thing for you to turn to Christ while there is still time. Nobody guarantees us the future, uh, but we are guaranteed heaven if we put our trust in Jesus. And uh, we want to give you an opportunity to come to the Lord and allow him 
to maybe wash any fears away that you might have. So Nathan, would you be able to maybe speak to that person uh, on the other side that doesn't have a relationship with the Lord who maybe are a little bit fearful or panicking and uh, how they can start the relationship with the Lord to receive that peace that surpasses all understanding? Jesus says, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. And that's what he, his promise to his children. And to become one of his children, you have to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You have to pray from your heart if you haven't already. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. And if you pray to prayer from your heart, something like that. It's obviously the words aren't magical, but it's a surrendering of your life to Jesus as the Son of God and the Savior of your soul. And Jesus will save you from your sins and the just punishment of them. The guilt will be gone and you'll inherit a new life with Jesus Christ. And you can walk with Jesus, even though the world seems to be falling apart, assured that he will take care of you now and forever in heaven. Mm, fantastic. Thank you, Nathan Jones. And maybe you received Christ. You trusted in him right where you are. We'd love for you to let us know. Those of you that are following us on social media, we'd love for you to post there uh, that you received Christ. And we would love to pray for you and also rejoice with you. We would love to send you a Bible so that you can continue to grow in your faith in the Lord. And you can always give us a call, 305-992-9537. And of course, we'd love to pray for you and continue to encourage you in this wonderful celebration journey. So Nathan, we always like to close with good news, right? And yes. that is good news. We trust in the Lord, and no matter what, we're going to see him soon and very, very soon. You're absolutely right. A Christian can walk through all the trials and troubles of this world with joy because Jesus Christ walks with us. Ooh, praise the Lord. And of course, we ran out of time for this segment of the program. But listen, for homework, we'd love for you to read Revelation chapter 18 and see what the Bible has to say regarding the future, the economy. And, uh, and all those details there. And hopefully we'll pick it up on our next segment of the program. But I'm Vic Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. We want to thank you all for tuning in for today's program. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. And we pray that you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Nathan Jones, thank you for joining me. Thank you, brother. Good to be on.